Powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. What's up, Sam? What's How going you doing? on? Sam, you I be mixing. You yes. be mixing. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Sam, you know the first time that I ever met you? Mm-hmm. I remember. Well, I husband, think I remember. Yeah. My husband brought me to your studio and yes. did the self-love and care song. Uh-huh. Remember that? I remember that. I, I, I remember that. I don't remember the words, but I remember everything else. Yeah, coming in, recording the track and all that other good stuff. You know why we chose you at that time? Um, kind of a little bit. I know me and Jeter kind of been doing, uh, we've been kind of talking off and on and we kind of knew some similar people. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were told that there are a lot of people who can mix and master music in Columbia, South Carolina, but we were told that you were the best. Word. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. We were literally told that you were the best. We were told if you need to know anybody in Columbia, South Carolina, you need to know Sam B. Nixon. If you don't know Sam B. Nixon, you're not really part of a music scene in Columbia. Word. Thank you. Whoever told, whoever, whoever did that, thank you. So Sam, tell me, how did you get started? Okay, this is a long story. We got time. We got time. What happened was, uh, when I was was in, uh, I was living in Columbia, South Carolina. I never did music, you know, freestyle. I had a couple of artists that I listened to, but like growing up, there was no drums. There were no music classes. It was nothing like that. The only references that I had was the music that my mom listened to when we was in the car and he would take us places and, uh, from movies and stuff like that. But, um, I never really got into it until like uh, life changes, transitions. Uh, I had to just leave Columbia. My life here just got so bad at the time. And I was like, why everybody here that I know and I still can't get no help. I might as well just leave and do something on my own. And, and I left, went to Atlanta, like with $35 in my pocket. <laughs> oh my god yeah. okay $35 in my pocket uh bought the bus ticket and well that was after the bus ticket I had like 35 left and I just went to Atlanta and uh from there just being by myself um it really strengthened my relationship with Christ and um that's where I started writing from like and it, and it just one thing just happened after another I got enrolled in college down there uh, I did a talent show. I came in like fifth, but I turned it upside down, so I'll be number one. Yeah, so it was just like, even though people just acknowledging my poetry at that time. So, And that's how I kind of got into it. So it, it was really just transition and ways for me to express myself, uh, express my love for Christ or trying to get back right with Christ because, uh, you know, backsliders and all that other good stuff. So I went through all that good stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but I came out with that, that, and that was the kind of leeway into it. 
from my vantage point, what I'm hearing is that you took your pain, you took your yes. experience, you took something that was like vital in your transformation and you found a channel for it. Yes. And that music was your outlet. Yes. It was part of your healing process. Right. Did you know that's my story? Mm. Yes, uh, similar, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I've been hearing bits and pieces, bits and pieces. You know, I can't put the whole thing together right now, but yes, yeah. I've been hearing bits and pieces. And I think that's important. So you developed a love for it because it helped you to heal through a transitional period in your life. Right. Yeah. Yes, I was in I was in a homeless shelter, uh, writing my poetry, uh, reciting the poetry to the people who were in there with me. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? So. It, it, and that's how it, it really started off like that. And, and from them encouraging me and me encouraging them through the words. So, yeah. Sam, so. mm-hmm. you have a natural ear for music, though. How could you get a natural ear for music from just writing? I don't. Help me bridge the gap. Just like I said, like my mom listened to, like, she had us listen to, like, Aretha Franklin and her favorite mm-hmm. stuff. And, and, um, like, I like the old Sam Cooke, the old music, like the soulster, Sam Cooke and the soulster. Okay, okay, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to maintain my excitement here. As you can see, he named Aretha Franklin, Sam Cooke. So you said you found Christ and you were, you know, you were going through this transformation. Most people, when they go through, a, when they are going through a transformation, they find Christ. Oh, see, it was a reconnection. Like, it was reconnected uh-huh. back with Christ. That, that, yeah, so like, that's a whole nother one. <laughs> that beginning from where I kind of started it with the writing, it's kind of like uh, right in the middle. And it was just coming back kind of full circle. Mm-hmm. But yes, yes, yes. Well, I wanted to point that out because you say Christ, but let's take a look around your studio. And I see statues of many Buddhas. I see crystals. I see bees and and I see onks and I see dolls that represent African spirituality. Mm-hmm. I see a little hoodoo. I see a little mm-hmm. bit of everything reflected. But most importantly, I see love in here. And I feel love in here. So most of the time, our brains don't connect this environment with Christ. How do you connect this environment with Christ? Um, One thing that opened me up is God is a whole lot bigger than you think. And that's it. Like, because like you said, you can feel the love in in these things. I felt the gravitation. I felt the gravitation too. Um, And I would say that it has enhanced my life. It has enhanced my thought process. Um, So I didn't catch the negative things or the connotations that some people may try to put on different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I can feel somebody, if somebody is full of love, you can feel them all the way down the street. You know, exactly. it, it don't matter what they're wearing or, you, you know, the, the outer appearance is what's on the inside. And a lot of this stuff, and I guess I gravitate to a lot of this stuff that was on the inside. I don't, I don't, yeah, but that's how I kind of put it. God is a whole lot bigger than what we think it is. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. One last question for you on that, and then we're going to move off of that, because I really want to get into it. Would you agree with the statement, music is a 
whole frequency. It's a whole vibration. It's a whole energy all by itself. Uh, I would agree. Um, just how it's able to change your mood and all the research that's been done on it saying that it can uh, uh, help with your depression and all this other stuff. So it is it is definitely like that. Um, what is the, the, I guess a jackknife prescription or pill <laughs> or something. You can use music for a lot and of things. Um, what kind of people come to your studio to record? Say? I have a little bit of everybody. I, and the strangest thing, like I want to do more of the uh, the hip hop that everybody talks about, like the mumble rap and stuff uh-huh. that everybody talks about is just awful. Like I want to do more of that, but I don't have those artists coming through. I mainly have, uh, like I guess you can say, gangster gangster rap, gangster and trap is just kind of totally different. But um, I I have a large variety from singers, uh, gospel music I have come through. Um, acoustic guitars, uh, singers, uh, rappers. I mean, from every genre. Uh, screaming. I want to do more screaming too. I want more more of those guys that can grunt guys. I, I, I want to do some more of that. Um, I didn't hear him say anything about he wanted any more Queen Kimmy's in his studio because y'all do know Sam recorded. My song, Self Love and Care Anthem. Sam recorded that. Sam was like, wait a minute. And he bounced with it a little bit. Now, Sam, you don't want no more of me? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, like I said, all music. <laughs> I want all music. And it's, and it's kind of bad because I always be thinking, like, what kind of client do I want to come? And then I just want, I just want good music. Just yeah. good music. As long as it's good and it's from the heart uh, and it has a message in it. Mm-hmm. So, man, what would you say uh, Columbia or South Carolina the whole needs, man, to actually gel together? And see, I don't, and that's the thing, like, I don't really know how Atlanta is. Like, I can see things, but mm-hmm. I'm not behind the scenes seeing what's going on. You know, everybody's saying so support, support. Yeah, yeah, in Atlanta, it's, 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 it's very heavily supported, man, as far as Atlanta, man. If you right there, it's almost how like Texas was when they Texas first started. If you was an art, artist in Texas, you didn't have to leave out of Texas to get a big following because Texas was just supporting their people like that. Uh-huh. And Atlanta started doing that. And Atlanta just started popping and started getting real big because of the support right there in Atlanta. Right. So me living here since 2014, I don't know. I can't say I have seen it and I can't say I haven't seen it. Because I haven't really been out here in Columbia in the streets like that, in the music streets like I should have. Word. But for you, you have, man, what what, do you, what have you seen? Uh, see, and like this thing, and I don't know, I, I'm thinking that it has changed because now I'll be in the studio more now. Okay. Um, at one time now, I was going to every section, and that's how I kind of got solidified because I was traveling. So there were always a disconnect. We were having five points crowd. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have uh, maybe uh, another crowd that's on the outside, or there'll be like a, a 48 or mm-hmm. or it'll be North Main or, or somewhere. So it would just be, but Five Points had stages and all that other good stuff. Like, yeah. And then outside, we have mm-hmm. venues that maybe re- more or less a hole in the wall. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just the, it's, it's the people. You... 
got to go in those barriers and kind of make those connections. That's yeah. the and uh we have this one image of people on social media mm-hmm. and then we have the real life. So once you if you can get past the social media and meet people in real life, you know, mm-hmm. is it tendingly you uh, uh, you may meet genuinely good people and that okay. can help build up your mm-hmm. network and and, gotcha. and whatnot. So I think okay. it's, it's it's just really on the people, but it's it, it is it is it is um it's pretty hard down here. It is, it's what about hard. engineers and producers? Do y'all have like a a, a, a tight net or no? Yes, and it's just like it's, it's that thing again, man. Um. Like I'll take for instance, uh, Chill Go Hard. I mm-hmm. never met Chill Go Hard. He's one of the premier producers around here. Like he's mm-hmm. done major stuff with uh, mainstream artists. Mm-hmm. And like my first time meeting him, he was just like, bro, that's an honor to meet you. And like, yeah, I didn't even know that. I was on your radar, bro, and, but I know who you are. Uh, to I felt the same way when I met you, man. So, uh, so, so it's definitely, uh, it's definitely just, Get out to meet people. If you see somebody and you kind of like what they're doing, and you feel that that you can bring value to them, and they can bring value to them, just reach out to them. Uh, but it's um yeah, but it's still you know attitudes, egos, especially in the hip hop. <laughs> so uh, you just gotta work around that good stuff. So give me a tour of the studio. That's what we're gonna do now. We're gonna get a tour of the studio, and Sam's gonna show us how he be mixing. Sam, are you a boss? I am a boss. Mm, I, I am a boss. Mm. Well, my name is Queen Kimmy with an IE, and you know that I am your host of the Boss Effect podcast, TV show, the whole experience. Just one thing that we do to positively impact lives and communities. Music is one of those ways. Music. So if you are in the Columbia, South Carolina area, if you're coming through, check out Sam B. Mixon because Sam, not only does he mix music, he's part of a community that is doing things where we're going out, we're saying, hey, music can change your atmosphere, it can change your life. When you're depressed, you're going through something, and you know that it's time to make a change, music can really shift your atmosphere like that. That at what thing? Yes. I also, it's, it's also therapeutic for the artists as well, too. Um, a lot of artists, they go through things as well as just like anybody else. And for them to have that hour or two that they come to the studio it, and and be kind of worry-free and they can just worry about their craft, it's good for them. It's good for the mental. Um, I had one person say, you, you don't know how many fights and stuff you probably stop just by being open. And, and it's like that. And especially through this last transition with the, uh, the uh, pandemic and all that other stuff, uh, like, it is really bringing me back into that role of, you know, of, of the listener, you know, being there for, for your brothers, for your sisters, so they can have that quiet place where nothing leaves here. The only thing that leaves here is the music. You know what I'm saying? Like That's that. the only thing that leaves here is the music. So uh, just being in that position was, was good, especially like just everybody just encouraging each other during this uh, transition. And like I did a flash, and that's a, another thing. Like I do specials here yeah. and there, random stuff. Uh, so like yesterday, I just did a flash sale. I did like twenty five an hour. Usually my price is thirty five. So that's why it's very important to follow me on social media because I'm random and I might do anything. You just never know. You just never know. Uh, 
I can't <laughs> believe I missed that flash sale. <laughs> so how long do we have to wait for the next flash sale? I have no idea. But um, yeah, I have yeah, I have no idea. But right now I am doing um, I I did yeah, the flash sale was like a mini special on top of the big special that I'm doing. So the big special I'm doing is kind of Monday through Thursday, ten o'clock in the morning, six at night. Uh, fifty dollars for two hours, and then eight for eight for two hundred. So yeah, man. So when is this big special coming up? Uh, it's Monday through Thursday for the rest of September. Y'all heard that? Y'all better hurry up because I'm already gonna go. And they won't hear. Side. They won't hear. This. <laughs> they won't hear this stuff. This won't air till October. Oh man, will you be doing anything in October? I, I've been thinking about it, but uh, nothing yet. It, when it comes, it's going to come. And it's like most of my stuff is, like, especially when stuff is just random. And I'm always, yeah, and I'm always trying to help artists. That's why I always kind of keep my prices kind of low. Everybody wants me to, and it's crazy because everybody wants me to charge like 65 an hour, but there is it, mainly people who don't even shop with me already. So why are you telling me to go up on my prices and you don't even come to shop with me yeah. in the first place? It's, 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 it's a lot of weird stuff going out here, guys. <laughs> hey, you're listening to watching and tuning in right now. You heard him tell you guys, sambmixing.com. And Sam B. Mixing everywhere on all platforms. Hey, when I tell you he's phenomenal on them keys, the man knows what he's doing. The music going to come out sounding crisp and ready for the industry. So come out at Sam B. Mixing. Y'all heard it here first on The Boss Effect. Who is the executive producer for the boss of it? Uh, no other than Sam B. Mixon. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do, 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 do. Y'all better act like y'all know. Okay, I'm just making sure. You work with nothing but the best around here. Come to South Carolina's finest. All right. Columbia's South Carolina's finest. Yeah. Let's get that right. Well, while we got you here in your element, man, don't you uh, let us hear some word. Uh, this is Sean Seven song right here. Uh huh. We got just had a tremendous time working on it, especially when I got the track that beat. Did I always have the track that beat? I didn't always have the track. No, no, I had set it to yeah. Never give up. <laughs> just never, never. This boy don't know how to quit. He just don't know how to stop. He just don't know how to stop. Everything that's just been piled on me, it's just uh, don't give up, no surrender. It's something inside of me just won't let me quit. 
You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an I-E. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. So that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.